listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos is Ryan Schweitzer and Craig Boschman. First Broncos This Week of 2020, brought to you by Original 16, Ryan Schweitzer, along with Craig Boschman. The turkey has been consumed. The resolutions are still intact after two whole days and uh, we're good to go no yours is already broken <laughs> no I, I don't know if i made any full ones i just have some things i would like to accomplish but i'm not well i guess you could call that a resolution i guess but uh, they're still intact as of right now yep two days in and so far looking good uh, bronco's got a big weekend coming up three games already since uh, back from the christmas break we'll have swift current bronco head coach dean brockman in to assess the team's performance on those and our feature guest this week from finland we got casper pudio yeah nice to get him in here Obviously, a big fixture on the Broncos' blue line, playing some heavy minutes here with the, as expected, I guess, being the first overall pick in the import draft. And a guy who, uh, as you'll hear, uh, he believes his confidence is just growing and it's been getting better and better and uh, looking forward to seeing him over the second half as well. And he is fired up because as of recording this, Team Finland just with a big victory over the U.S. at World Juniors. So, uh, yeah, it's a, Finland is a happy place right now. Well, and I think they're going to play Canada in the semis too, so we might have to break up some fist fights in the locker room on uh, Saturday But when the, when those two play again. Yeah, <laughs> security escort out of the building for Casper. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we're very much looking forward to, uh, to that segment of the podcast today. Uh, first overall, pick in the CHL import draft Casper Pudio joining us busy weekend for the team this year on the ice a three and three coming up yeah I think it's, it's their only three and three the whole season I think uh home against Regina uh Friday that's retro night here at the Iplex and then they'll be in uh Regina on Saturday before their only Sunday or only afternoon home game of the season as they get the Seattle Thunderbirds here for the one and only meeting this season Four o'clock start on Sunday, and it's the uh, Tim, Horton, uh, Tim Horton's Family Day uh, post-game skate afterwards as well. So youth 17 and under can jump on the ice and kind of jet around there with the boys after the game. That'll be fun. Yeah, everybody uh, bring your skates after that one and enjoy a family skate with uh, the Swift Current Broncos. Uh, win or lose, they'll be on the ice signing autographs and taking selfies and uh, doing all that stuff. Big night tomorrow at the Innovation Credit Union Iplex, uh, Regina in town. Even though there isn't that same divisional rivalry, the regional rivalry still very much exists and a little retro flavor thrown into tomorrow night's game as well. Yeah, some old school tracks uh, going to play over the speakers. Uh, we're looking for suggestions for music to be played over the loudspeakers. So if you've got some, uh, feel free to tweet uh, tweet the Broncos or Facebook comment, uh, whatever is easiest for you. Let us know what you want to hear over the speakers and uh, the video that uh, you put together for the Saved by the Bell. My sister used to love that show. She's a couple years older than me, so she was more into it than I was, but I remember the show. I remember the theme song, and to, to see that come together was hilarious. Yeah, well, the boys were so good in that, too. I mean, sometimes you just point the camera and let them do the rest, and uh, who, who did we have? We had Poults and both Bulliches. Both Bulliches. We had uh, Chase Lacombe, Hendrick DeClerc, and uh, Sam McGinley, who may have stole the show. You talk about yeah. pointing the camera and letting them go. You just put it on Sam, and he just does whatever he wants. Yeah, that kid's going to have to work on his shyness for sure <laughs> breaking out of that but no I was great you know they they had a lot of fun uh being a part of that I had a lot of fun shooting it so but yeah you, you touched on it if uh, any fans would like to hear any retro tunes and I don't really know what defines as a retro tune like what 10 years 15 years yeah. whatever uh shoot a tweet at us tweet at SC Broncos any retro tunes that you want to hear tomorrow night and I know the the production staff led by Colin Powers on music will happily spin those tracks for you provided there's no profanity in whatever <laughs> yeah yeah Colin uh, he loves to rock that music he's got uh, he's always on it too so he'll uh, he'll help you out if you want to put a song in there and you want to hear it 
let us know. Just maybe not blue uh, by Eiffel 65. I think we've kind of axed that one, haven't we? Yeah, it played too much <laughs> after visitor goals, so that one I, th- I think it's been permanently removed from the music computer. But, uh, but yeah, tweet at us your songs. I know I'm, I'm going to be tweeting uh, something by Notorious B.I.G., Notorious Big. Those are my jams, so so let's do that. Retro night tomorrow night at the Innovation Credit Union IPlex 705 face-off for Giant in town, and of course that family skate on Sunday. All right, we got the coaches segment of the Broncos This Week podcast coming up in just a moment. We'll chat with Dean Brockman right after. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Broncos This Week podcast for Original 16, the coaches segment with head coach and director of hockey operations, Dean Brockman. First podcast of uh, 2020, some some good family time spent over the holidays, Dean. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, you're still busy. You're still trying to keep track of things, uh, but it was good. It was good to, to get home and be with the family and uh, spend some time with them and had some fun and had some laughs and now it's back to work. Got got to hit you with this one. New Year's resolutions. Uh, none actually. Uh, you know what? I quit making New Year's resolutions a long time ago and there's a reason behind it. Uh, a lot of times you break them and, uh, you know, for myself, uh, you know, you always have daily projections of how you want to be as a person. And certainly those are daily instead of just yearly. Fair enough. Christmas break, uh, nice to get some family time in, of course, but also to, to recharge the batteries. Man, it was a busy stretch leading up to that Christmas break, and I think it kind of showed two of the three games your team played out of the break on Friday and Monday. I thought your team played great. There was a lot of energy, and uh, the, the guys really seemed to use advantage of that time off. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, uh, you know, we had a pretty heavy stretch, uh, you know, coming into the Christmas break, and, it, you know, as much as, uh, you know, you want to say don't look, you know, too far ahead, I mean, they did, and it's tough, uh, you know, so coming back after the break I thought our club uh, especially the first game for the first couple of periods played you know some of their better hockey and you know and and just played you know instead of worrying about a lot of different things and uh, it was good you know we got that that win out of the way and uh, you know to snap a losing streak and then uh, you know it was tough night the next night I think we used a lot of our energy uh, you know when we went into Lethbridge uh, you know we knew it was going to be a tough goal always the second game right back after Christmas especially if you're not at home uh, you know, makes it pretty difficult. But, uh, you know, that was those two games. And then if you recap the, the game against Lethbridge here, I thought we had lots of chances, uh, you know, to pull ahead, uh, you know, especially on the power play. It looked really good, and we had open nets, and we missed them. And, yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, they score a goal on a turnover again. You know, go figure, right? But uh, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, a little bit more uh, willpower to put pucks in the net, uh, you know, stay in front a little bit longer and, and find those, you know, empty, you know, or those situations where you have to bury. And, yeah, it, it was frustrating for a loss. But, again, our, our team played pretty well. Yeah, you used that word frustrating. And it, and it is to lose a game when you have all those chances. But I think you'd be more concerned if your team wasn't getting those kind of chances. Yeah, no, that, exactly. I think uh... – you know you can't score for them which sometimes you wish you could but uh you know they had a ton of chances we executed on some things uh you know we we you know were first to lose pucks uh again just a little bit of more savvy around the net and you know we score some goals and it's a totally different game the the power play percentage right now i mean it's it's not great but as Bosch talked about and as you talked about there are chances there like do you what are you your your thoughts on the power play and is there a potential floodgate scenario with it because the guys sure are coming close well you know what you sure hope so because you feel for it i mean we've done a lot of things right uh, you know in, including gaining the zone and and creating opportunities uh, you know i can think back to red deer when we 
you know, scored a power play goal on right before Christmas. And, you know, we almost missed a wide open net and, you know, we kind of got lucky on that goal. So, you know, those are things where, you know, guys have to, you know, like I said, have some puck savvy around the net and some calmness where, you know, when it's wide open, we got to bury it. And, you know, you hope it's about to break free. I think, uh, you know, changing some, you know, a few things up, you know, where guys are, are put in, you know, a little bit more easier situations, it'll help. And, you know, what the the good thing is, is, you know, there's kind of a little bit of a competition on the back end. If if things aren't going well, we got lots of guys that want to play it and, and can do it. Chance to get right back into action. You got a busy weekend again here. Three games and three nights, and it's almost two and a half days of the Sunday afternoon game. So you get the Regina Pats kind of renew that rivalry here. Uh, I think it's the third and fourth time you'll see Regina this season, and they're kind of on a bit of a roll right now as well. Yeah, absolutely. Watched uh, the game yesterday against PA, and you know they're playing heavy and they're playing with some confidence, and uh, you know they direct a lot of pucks towards the net and. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, they are. I think they've won four or five. And, uh, you know, they got some older guys on their team that have really kind of stepped up for them. And, you know what, uh, we kind of own one. They they kind of kicked us when they were here last. And, you know, we kind of need to revenge that a little bit. But, you know what, again, our game is we got to keep it simple. we got to eliminate, you know, as many turnovers as we can. And we have to do much of the same, just getting pucks on net uh, and get, you know, those second opportunities when we do that, you know, we're we're decent. You know, we're in good shape. But, uh, you know, we have to abide by the structure of the game that we'll set out for them. This is our first podcast uh, chat since the acquisition of Cole Nagy and that one-for-one -one trade with uh, the Prince Albert Raiders. You know, uh, another Saskatchewan boy comes into the lineup, uh, big body. What can you tell us about, about his game and some of the expectations on him? Well, with Cole, uh, you know, it was uh, a situation where, you know, we noticed he wasn't playing a ton for them. Uh, you know, I liked his chemistry last year with uh, our recent signee, Carter Stebbings, and uh, both played very well last year in the playoffs and throughout the season. And for us, it was a bigger body with some really good puck touch skill. And uh, when I say that, uh, you know, he's got opportunities to score here and, and play in situations where it's going to be offensive. And, you know, with uh, with our team, uh, he has the luxury of being able to make a few mistakes and get away with it. When you're on a team like PA, you know, the structure is pretty tight and you're limited as to what you can do. So, you know, we, we hope that, uh, again, a bigger body that, you know, has, you know, some offensive upside that, you know, down the road can be pretty dominant. Uh, there's a lot of pro features that we like. It's, uh, you know, getting it out of them on a consistent basis. You touched on uh, Stebbings, who was just signed by the Broncos uh, earlier this week. He was at the Max tournament along with 10 other Broncos prospects. So to see that number of prospects there, you had Wyatt Wilson, uh, who unfortunately lost in the final of the tournament to the Calgary Buffaloes. But to have 11 prospects there, obviously, I'm sure you were getting some updates on how those guys were performing there, uh, a good tournament overall. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, it's it's that time of the year where you hope you have guys there, I guess. And, you know, with our scouting staff, they you know, we had people there watching and uh, you know what uh, I haven't really went through all the notes that guys have sent me so I don't want to make some comments that I shouldn't and uh, you know honestly we we're just really happy with the amount of guys that we had there and uh, you know I think it's important for us as as we try and uh, reset this thing and you know, uh, from all indications, all our guys did very well, you know, and uh, whether they're all going to be Western Hockey League players, you know, that remains to be seen. And you know what? The the big step for the, a lot of those players is in the second half of the year. As the game gets tighter in every league, uh, whether it's midget or bantam or, or whatever they're calling it, I guess now. But, you know, those are situations where you're going to see guys in playoffs, in pressure situations, 
you know, in games that were, you know, it's, it's fairly tight, you know, that's where you become a player. Uh, you know, the harder it gets, the harder you play and the better you develop. So yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of go through some of the, the notes of the scouts and uh, just see how everybody did. Subject of scouts in the future and whatnot. Uh, hometown fans got an opportunity to see Josh Davies a little bit as well. You know, what do you think of his efforts? Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, I mean, Josh played like a 15-year-old, I think, uh, just because, uh, you know, the game at this level is, is so much quicker and faster and, and stronger. But, uh, you know, you know, the first game watching him, I think there was a lot of looping and, and wondering what was going on. And the second game, you know, a little bit more limited of, of action, but did some really good things. Uh, you know, he made those, uh, you know, shortened up his, you know, big, long sweeping turns and, you know, stopped and start and went to the net. And, you know, there's a player there for sure. We're excited for Josh and, uh, you know, we, we hope that he's ready to go for next year. And I think it's important that, you know, we try and get some of these APs in here so that, you know, they kind of know the routine that's, uh, you know, going to be asked of them next year. January 2nd, we are eight days out from the WHL trade deadline. Uh, we're really appreciative of the 10 minutes that you've given us here because, like uh, all people in your position, I imagine the phone's buzzing a little bit. Yeah, it's been, you know it's always been buzzing. I think it just heats up a little bit more and more. And, you know, again, uh, I'll give you the company line. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to explore everything to try and make our team better. And, uh, you know, for us, uh, again, uh, you know, we feel comfortable with the amount of picks that we have this year. Obviously, you want to get more if you can, but – you know, in the same breath, uh, you know, we've got some good young guys in certain positions. You know, our back end looks very promising. You know, obviously we're steady in goal with Pultz. And, you know, up front, uh, obviously you'd like to add some stuff. But, again, uh, you know, what is the sacrifice to be made to, to get marginally better? We'll see. Uh, again, you know, if you can make your team better, you know, long term, I think it's, uh, you know, there's a chance of that happening. If not, then uh, we just keep moving forward. It's great. Dean, uh, appreciate this as always. I'm sure it's a busy time for you, like Swite said, so thanks for this. And uh, whether or not we get you next week at this time, we'll see, but uh, appreciate this again. Well, I'm not sure if we're going to record this or not, but uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. But I'm probably one of the few guys that haven't signed the stick yet. So. Okay. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, we're going to okay. give you the old stick story. No, oh, I don't yeah. need to sign it, but great job as always, man. Thanks for your time. Thank you. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Broncos This Week podcast presented by Original 16. Uh, back after the Christmas break, and we're joined now by our featured guest, Broncos defenseman Casper Pudio joins us on the podcast. Now, uh, speaking of the Christmas break, Casper, you went home to Finland for that break. Uh, how nice was it to kind of get home and relax for a little while? Well, that was just happy news and see all the friends and family there and have some fun with the friends and kind of just relax and have some time off for hockey and get the batteries loaded and get back to work after it what or go ahead so what uh, i mean what's the what was the travel day like because i know you were dropped off at the uh, hotel near calgary after that game in red deer so how long was that flight home well kind of just because it was easier flying out of calgary it's just it's a seven and a half hour flight i think to amsterdam and then kind of just walk straight to the next gate through the passport control and stuff and this is two and a half hours to helsinki and just wait there a bit and then an hour flight to Oulu, and then I was home. Wow. <laughs> Do you, you, you know, you said you had some fun on the break. Are you able to kick back and relax, or does, does jet lag set in going around the world like that? Well, you kind of – it's harder when I go back to Finland because you kind of – they're eight hours ahead there, so it's harder to go there. So I took, I took two, three, four days maybe 
to kind of to get settled down. Like, I was pretty tired during the days, but then in the morning, it was hard to sleep longer. But I think I got some rest there too, though. So your Christmas break, I mean, obviously you talked about seeing family and friends again and that kind of stuff, but what sorts of things were you doing? I mean, were there some things that you kind of missed about your hometown that you were really excited to get back and do again over the break? Oh, of course, finish sauna. That's a big <laughs> thing we have to because there's no saunas here, so I have to enjoy it there too. And kind of there's lots of snow there, so like, you know, all the nature and all the beautifulness is of Finland in my my hometown so I kind of want to be in the nature dude there too and uh, go to my cottage too so that's kind of that's kind of it I'd say what was it like for you uh, you were drafted first overall in the CHL import draft by the Broncos and you, you knew you were going to come play hockey in Canada what, what were you thinking Canada was going to be like like kind of what were some of the preconceived notions that you had about about this country well kind of I've heard it's a bit more similar than Finland so I knew it's not going to be a big different like nature or anything like that and it's a small city it was easier to come here and I've heard because I've knew a couple friends who played like overseas and I talked to a couple friends and so I knew kind of what to expect but still it's of course a bit different it's a big country and so is there anything that really surprised you like what's been the biggest surprise about coming to Canada I'd say they're not like any huge surprises, but kind of just all like you know the culture of like mm-hmm. just overall life and what the guys do off the ice and what people eat here, and that's like a little bit different. Well, speaking so, of, well, what's your what's your favorite Finnish food that you miss eating uh, here in Canada? <laughs> I don't know. Just my mom makes really good food, so everything she makes. I miss that. <laughs> well, and speaking of your parents, I know they were actually here because they came for, they were here for the whole BC road trip and then a couple games after that, weren't they? Yeah, I think they were seeing uh, three games in, in BC road and then one game at home there. So they get to see lots of hockey there during that week, but they get to travel a lot though. <laughs> well, yeah, and they had to make the drive up, but I mean, how, like moving so far away from home at, you know, 17, 18 years old, it's not easy. So for them to be able to come and, and spend some time in Canada and see you for like a week and a half, it was kind of, it must've been just kind of a nice, like relieving feeling knowing that they were here watching you. Yeah, that kind of, and I feel like that kind of helped me to find my game to another level there. Kind of felt just safe here and then kind of helped me because of course it was hard at the start here to come here and live live so far away from the family and it was so nice to see him and kind of like gave me another boost there and kind of helped me to take a my game to the next level there so it must have been uh, it must have been nice you know you talked about getting that time off uh, over the christmas break I, I imagine some time on those long flights to reflect on the first half of the season you know how do you think that uh, that your first half of this year's gone i think at the start it was I think it was hard and you know the game's like a bit different to smaller rink and stuff so it, to me it took time to kind of find my game in in smaller rink and stuff like as soon as the season kept going I kind of found it more and more and I think I played better like game by game and got better every day so I kind of it's just a there there's going to be off nights and stuff but I think I kind of found my game I'd say first seven, ten games were pretty hard to me, but then I kind of found my how to play this game here and kind of 
got better there. People always talk about the the smaller rink in Europe. It's about 15 feet uh, smaller, I think, and I think it's the same length, mm-hmm. but about a short, not as wide. So for a European player who's played on that size ice your whole life, I mean, what is the major difference when you play on a smaller size rink as opposed to the European one at home? Ooh, it's more physical, I think. And, you know, you'll have less time with the puck, so... And, like, every time you make a mistake, it's going to cost more because there's they're so much closer in net and stuff so kind of and but i think i like it more because it's like you're more into the game all the time and you're like it gets physical and tight there so i kind of that's what i like too as far as the transition goes from playing you know european style versus canadian and everything how how have your teammates kind of taken to you and, and embraced you you know coming to the swift current broncos well you know uh I mean, it was easy to come here and get in the team because guys were talking to me a lot and helping me a lot and, like, taking me into the team really well. So it kind of helped me that the guys were open-minded and open-armed to get me into the team as a stranger, kind of. So... It seems, helped me a lot. Yeah, and it seems like you and I think Rafael Pelche seem like have the best relationship on the team. You guys are always yelling at each other on the bus right behind me. So, uh, I mean, he was a new guy as well. So did you guys just kind of click right away as soon as he got here? Well, kind of, yeah, because I feel like we have lots of change in, in our locker room and stuff. But I feel like I wanted to have everybody in the team right away because we need, we need to have a tight group. And then kind of with Raf, it just clicked right away and we found out find a way to have some fun there and be serious at the same time too you know i remember just after we drafted you then uh, i phoned you at your home in finland and we, we did a phone interview not long after you were selected by the broncos and your english was pretty good at the time it's it's really good now how's how's that transition been and have your teammates kind of helped you along with maybe teaching you some words that they shouldn't teach you <laughs> anything like that <laughs> <laughs> well they if they've done that i can't say it here it's a podcast <laughs> but um well i mean it's kind of the only way to survive here speaking so kind of just you kind of just have to do it and then you get better every day doing it and leading up to you getting drafted you're obviously playing uh, in the the junior leagues back in finland you guys had a great year you guys won the championship there for your junior a team um did you always know that you know the chl import draft was coming up and did you always think that i want to go over to north america rather than stay and play junior in finland well there's kind of two decisions to make and I think I've heard, like, I heard lots of good things about, like, CHL, so, and, like, there's lots of more than a hockey, it's a good experience of a lifetime and stuff, and you'll learn a lot, you'll learn to speak English, and then the hockey is really good here, so I kind of knew, and kind of, because your junior years, they're just, they're, they're over sometimes, so you kind of have to make most of it, so I decided that it's going to be a good experience, that I'm going to be brave and go there. And, like, I've loved every single second here, so I can't say bad thing about it. Just kind of thinking around the league, like, are, are there any guys that are in the league right now that you would have played with back home, like any, any Finn players or some, some Swedish players in the league that you're familiar with? Oh, I think there's a couple Finnish players in the oh, – all the Finnish players in the WHL that have played or that have played before too. Like Red Deer has and Edmonton has, and I think Brandon has one too. And I remember. So just having that, like that, kind of makes it make it easier seeing guys that you're familiar with having successes here. Yeah, of course. And you know, if I know them, it's going to be easier. I can talk to them too, and how are they doing and stuff. 
Yeah, I think you said you either you went to the airport with Christopher Setoff on Red Deer 2, so you're going to have that connection there. But, hey, speaking of Finland, uh, as we're recording this, Finland just beat USA in the quarterfinals. <laughs> a huge smile on your face right now as I say this. So you're obviously keeping major track of this World Junior Championship, so you must know, like, almost all those guys. Yeah, there's a couple of my friends there, and I played against or with some of the guys in that team, and it's happy to see him having success. And, of course, my home country, so I got to be proud of it here. And... Well, Finland's going to be play Canada next, so we're going to have a big fight there in the locker room, I guess. <laughs> How do you anticipate that going? I mean, obviously, you're in Canada, but uh, but you still got to rep the home country, eh? Yeah, I don't know. Well, hopefully the guys will work on that. And then Finland's a big, big upset country, so they're – and Canada's going to be – they think Finns are not that tough, so – I hope they're going to surprise them and beat them. Well, yeah, they pulled off the upset last year, obviously, with Tony Utenen getting the uh, game winner or the tying goal. Sorry, the only, it was the overtime winner, wasn't yeah. it, for Utenen? Yeah, that was the overtime winner, I guess. Right. Now, this is a big year for you, obviously, coming over to Canada is a huge change in itself, but you're also NHL draft eligible. I know you've been meeting with some scouts after some games sometimes. You know, they kind of talk to you a little bit. You know, without going into maybe too much detail, what are some of the things they, they ask you about in these interviews? Well, it's basically a lot about my... Just question like outside of hockey kind of just they want to get to know me a little bit more because only thing they see it's what I do on ice so they kind of want to know my personality a little bit and stuff of course they know ask me about how I think my game and stuff like that so with that what are some of the things that you do away from the ice uh, video games do, do some gaming what's uh, what kind of fills the downtime for you well I have to do some schoolwork too uh, so I'm trying to do schoolwork right right after practice if we don't have a game that day. And then at night or in the evening, I might play some Fortnite maybe <laughs> with my fitness friends and, and and just watch movies or hang out with friends. friends uh, depends on the mood and how tired you are and stuff. Now, you mentioned you know some other Finnish guys in the, the Western League, but there's some other guys around the whole CHL because the CHL input draft, of course, covers Ontario and uh, the Q as well. I think one of your buddies plays for Kitchener, Vili Otavainen, is that the guy? So yeah. uh, the conversations that you guys can have, I would only imagine you guys kind of talk pretty much every single day despite uh, being a couple time zones apart. Yeah, that's why, that's why it's good to have. And he's been my friend for lot many years so it's like good to know him and that he's here and he's doing well there too and it's happy to kind of speak some finish and kind of have things about other times than hockey too it's a big season's rolling along here Casper we're at the halfway mark officially now with 34 games played I know the the end results haven't completely been there but I'm guessing you've seen some progress from the team as a whole as the season's gone on I mean the guys are kind of growing together now that the the room's a bit more solidified so you feel like there's some some serious progress that's being made yeah I can see that and see every day you can see more guys buying in there and stuff so and of course so we still got plenty of games left so there's lots of improvement to do but and we got lots of work to do so but i think it's going better every time what has to happen over the next few months in your game uh and as far as any goals that you've set out for yourself what has to happen over the next little bit for you to consider this season a success oh well, you know i have to stay healthy for sure and just play my game and kind of get better in every situation and kind of get better in my complete game and improve my skating. I think I'd say that's the biggest thing. 
Well, it's been uh, it's been awesome having you on the podcast here. I know that it's uh, you've been right back into the thick of things. Just wrapped up a practice today and uh, a big retro night game tomorrow night. When it comes to like songs that might be like fifteen to twenty years old, is there anything you'd like to hear in the rink tomorrow night for retro night? I don't know. Finish heavy even, metal, maybe. I don't know. There's like what's what's big in Finland for music. There's lots of different kind of music. It's not. There's not country music there. I'd say <laughs> really? that. Really? Yeah. So is that the biggest culture shock you've seen? Yeah, yeah. I guess that that can be the one. But Casper Pudio joining us, uh, number one pick in the CHL import draft on the Broncos this week podcast. Thanks so much for hanging with us, Casper. Thank you, guys. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Big thanks to Casper Pudio, who's got his Vince McMahon walk on now after that big Team Finland victory at World Juniors. Uh, Finland and Canada, that'll be a fun time in our dressing room with Casper and a host of Canadian kids. And that'll pretty much do it for another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast. Uh, three and three weekend coming up. Craig Boschman, play-by-play voice of the uh, Broncos. What gets you through the three and threes? Do you go with the fisherman's friend? Because that's a lot of talking in a short period of time. Those are big. Um, Halls help uh, just... And you got to have a, like, like at least two water bottles in the booth every game because you know sometimes by the end of a period or whatever something gets caught in your throat you got to you got to keep it hydrated. But uh, I had a lot of practice with three and threes when I was uh, with the Powell River Kings. I think we did nine in the 16-17 oh, season because travel wise with BC ferries you had to play three games to basically make a weekend trip to Vancouver Island worth it. So. A lot of those three and threes and those Sunday games were two o'clock starts too. So I, I got a lot of practice for those three and threes back in the uh, sixteen seventeen season. Well, it's a loaded weekend coming up on the Swift Current Broncos promotional calendar as well. Tomorrow night, uh, Friday night, uh, the Regina Pats are in town. It is retro night. We encourage fans to, uh, you know, if if you got the leather jacket with a bunch of zippers, eighty style, that's cool. If you got the chip and pepper shirt from the nineties, bust that out, or maybe even you know your uh, leisure suit from the seventies, whatever. But it's uh, retro night get your retro freak on for friday and uh any song requests we certainly welcome people to tweet at us yeah please let us know uh, again we don't know what what uh, defines as retro 10 15 20 30 years ago i mean how far would you go back to consider it retro before it's just like jazz yeah well exactly so i i, I would say like 10 15 years that's kind of Anything older than that is considered retro, so uh, tweet at us any retro song request you want to hear, and we'll look forward to accommodating that. And then Family Skate on Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the boys get out there and all the kids jump on the ice, and uh, they used to have those in Battleford when I was there, and I'd rip out to my car and put the put the boots on and just buzz around the rink in my suit after a game. So uh, we'll see if that happens uh, here today, but it's going to be fun for the guys to get out there with all the kids on uh, Sunday afternoon. Well, you just threw it out there, so you can't, I guess I have to you now, can't yeah. not do it now. Bring so. my skate in the office here and rip back here, yeah. You are locked in. All right, retro night tomorrow night as the Regina Pats are in town. You'll have Living Sky Casino Broncos hockey uh, from the Brand Center in Regina on Saturday, and then back here Sunday at 4 o'clock, and we'll follow that up with that Tim Hortons family. That'll do it for another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original 16. You've been listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16.